do we want to talk about Doctor Who? Is that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or uh, or DC. Do we want to... <laughs> um, how about we talk about batteries? Everybody loves batteries, right? Apparently not. Okay, well, apparently we solve that. some people some people really don't like some batteries. <laughs> Are you guys going to buy Do you guys use battery cases? I have used them in the past, but this You're phone is so now? dang dang big big that I just uh, the idea of put, putting something on it that makes it even bigger is abhorrent to my nature. Mm-hmm. I can see that. As nature abhors a vacuum, John Bolt abhors abhor the case. making making my phone even larger than it is. And I just abhor vacuuming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. So I've used a I've used a Mophie in the past, um, yep. a couple times I think, and I stopped because I heard of them. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a little firm. Um, <laughs> no, I stopped because I didn't want to. I ended up because I upgraded my phones enough. It's like I don't want to just keep buying new cases. Like it's it was because the the form factors would change. Um, I just got annoyed with having to you know constantly replace them. So I eventually just bought one of those cheaper like you know like an external battery that I can plug into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is this is far better as far as this is my use is concerned because it still provides a lot of power. I can carry it around and it will last much longer for me. So, do you have do you have one of those ones that has the little um, that has a lightning cable on it? Mine does not have a lightning cable on it, but it has. Okay. Um, it comes with like a con- a cable that um, has like one of those flip top things where it can be either USB or lightning. So it's like a, it's got like a little lightning mini US micro USB to lightning adapter like on the tip that you can like flip off and then it's just a standard micro USB. So you could use it to charge anything that needs a micro USB port too, which is really nice. But I don't understand I don't understand what you said. I'm going to need to see this. I'm going to need to see this right. this device. Okay. We'll have to put it we'll, in the show notes we'll because put, I think that we'll put a I picture. think the words that came out of your mouth were incomprehensible. <laughs> it's a hoobity body body Yep. It's something like that. Guy, have you ever used a a, a battery case? Uh, no, but I have felt that I've uh, you've lusted in your it, heart. Is that what you're saying? Mm. Well, no. It it seems like a backup to me. It like always have good backups and have a battery case with you when you travel. Uh, but I don't <laughs> have wear, one. <laughs> always wear clean underwear, <laughs> just in case you get hit by. Oh, a come on, the clean underwear <laughs> thing's a myth. Just roll, <laughs> just, just roll with that. No underwear. Uh, <laughs> I used to get it. The 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 one thing that I always used to do was get a battery case to go to MacWorld Expo. Uh, right, right. Because that was the instance where I was like out walking around all day long, and was not going to be. It was unlikely to be someplace where I'd be able to charge, or it would be difficult. So I always got a got a battery case in preparation for MacWorld Expo. Yeah, I usually hold it, on to the same thing. I throw the battery, like this backup battery I have in my bag when I'm, especially when I'm going to conferences where I yeah. think I'm going to be out all day and I'm going to, you know, need to recharge and I can't guarantee there will be a plug convenient. There was a time I, where you could walk across MacWorld Expo touching nothing but uh, iPhone battery <laughs> cases. <laughs> I just vampire off my friends really is what happened. <laughs> Not like even off people, their phones, just literally. Just, yeah, just, right. Yeah, just literally just, sucking blood. <laughs> well, so the, the sort of uproar over Apple's case, yeah. which it re- released this week. Um, so there are multiple things which are kind of interesting design decisions about this case. But the one that everybody's going to end up talking about is how it looks like Quasimodo. 
Um, so it's got like this, you know, it kind of looks like a, someone po- compared it to, um, it looked like a, you stuffed too many like credit cards into your Silicon uh, iPhone case. Um, cause it's got like a little rectangular bulge on the back, um, which is kind of weird, um, compared to a lot of the other cases. So it's a Silicon case with a battery embedded in it rather than a sort of a hard shell, um, that's sort of nicely integrated, which is, I think what the, the Mophie approach um, which was fine. I mean, those are certainly bulkier, but I never felt like they were ridiculously huge. Um, they would still fit in a, they would certainly be bulky if you put it in your pocket, but I could still get it in a pocket, at least, you know, wearing, uh, not, I feel like probably ladies would probably have a bigger problem with that because they tend to have much smaller or no pockets. Um, but you know, in a pair of men's jeans, it fit in a pocket. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this one doesn't. I mean, I, I, I stopped. I stopped using. I stopped using battery cases uh, after the five series. Have you found no. the battery life war? Like, because I find that I run my success no. to the bone almost every day. <laughs> no, although although I I am now turning the phones over every year. Yeah, fair. Um, which whereas I was I used to keep the phone for two years. Right, so the battery and, will get worse as it goes along. Yeah, so it got to the, it usually got to the point where I would I would buy. Instead of buying a phone at the end of the year, I would buy a battery case. <laughs> that is and a parasitic just, economy for you, right there. Yeah, and now I just I just get a new phone. I get a brand new battery. Yeah, I even but even like I mean I don't know the 6s came out what two three months ago now, and it's not like you know the battery life is fine, but it's not like it's great. Like I said, I get to close to empty by the end of the day. Um, yeah. I just, I've never actually tested this. I guess I should try it out, but I've always suspected that the, the watch really drains the battery life much faster because it's constantly communicating stuff. Mm. Um, and I'm not, I'm just not sure how the, I think it's, for me, it's slack. That is. <laughs> yeah. I think it's constant slack usage. I mean, because now I, you know, I said that, and as you said that I got a push notification from slack see? on my watch. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm into the slack lifestyle, I just, I feel like I'm constantly, I'm using the phone a lot more just to like check slack. So I think that's the problem. But so, so this case, um, I, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's great looking, <laughs> obviously the, I've never seen a, an iPhone battery case that I thought looked great. Uh, the hump on this thing is weird. Uh, however, I think the silicon thing is kind of cool, easier to get on and off. And the fact that it has a lightning port at the bottom instead of USB whatever is really nice. Some people were speculating on Twitter that it might fit into existing docks, mm. um, which it may or may not because it's still bigger around. Uh and then the other thing that it has is a capacitive antenna, supposedly, yeah. or non-capacitive I, antenna. Is that it's right? got a some passive coupling Induction. antenna. It, I don't yeah, know. whatever it is. So yeah. I'm not sure if that's bullshit or not, I guess. I mean, I assume Apple wouldn't say it if it wasn't, like, actually yeah, something. Yeah, I wouldn't think that it's right. But it does. I mean, why put, someone it, why commented, put it in if it's complete bullshit? Yeah, someone commented it sounds like those. Do you remember when they used to sell the little stickers that you would put on your phone to, like, reduce radiation or something that was total <laughs> snake oil? No. But... Oh, that's a thing. That was used to be a thing. You can look these up. They were, like, little, like, metal. They look like little, almost like, you know, like the sort of metal contacts you see on, like, a like a SIM card or an SD card or something. Yeah, it looked like yeah, an yeah. adhesive sticker, and you would put it on. The idea was it was supposed to, like shield you for i don't know it was total bullshit um and so i can understand so i guess the main thing that apple says this is not safety issue obviously this is one of interference so your signals would be degraded potentially Mm -hmm. which i guess based on simply the fact that you know 
the battery itself generates an electromagnetic field could potentially interfere with your antenna. Okay. I've never noticed a problem on any of my existing battery cases, which is, so I, I don't know yeah, if that, yeah, I never what that no, means. I never noticed that either. Yeah. So, uh, and they don't mention it, at least when I looked, they don't mention it on the product page. As far as I can tell, it was just in just in the press release. It was in the press is in the press release or the you know interviews or stuff like that or the press story whatever. Um, So yeah, I don't know. They clearly aren't like. It's not a high selling point. Yeah, exactly. um, So I'm looking at the product information right now, and in the highlight section, don't look. But can you guess what the top highlight is? Uh, It's sleek design. Designed by Apple. Yeah. That's like the, the number one highlight. It's like, hey, we made this. Could Come you on. tell? It has our logo on it. Look. Um, the, they made some other weird choices, though. I noticed I was reading the Verge's review. They actually had a good in-depth one. And they mentioned, so like your Mophie or whatever, your battery case has like a LED on it to tell you how charged your battery is. And what's cool about this is that it uses whatever. Remember the old um, Bluetooth earpiece Apple made for a while um, where it would tell you the oh, battery right. life? Um, and I think the watch, doesn't it tell you the watch battery life too? If you Mm -hmm. use the uh, notification widget, it'll tell you the case battery life as well, which is, which is nice, but there's, you know, most things have like a little led on it. There is one on the battery case, but it's inside the case. Of course. Of course it's inside the case. What? (laughs) Oh man, my battery case is running out. I better pop my phone out and check. No. Um, so I mean a very Apple like decision, I guess is, is the short way of saying that. Um, no, they should not have done that. Don't just don't yeah. do not put it on the inside of the case. It's a bad idea. That's when they used idea. to have them on the laptop batteries, that was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. That was great. Then yeah. they stopped. Fine. Don't put it on the inside of the case. Yeah. You're doing nobody any. There's you know, no service uh, there. If you no, pop like, open your MacBook, there's a battery. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah, that's like putting the battery charge indicator for your MacBook on the power adapter. Right. <laughs> 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 I had to think about that for a second. Yeah, right, right. Well, where, what? Well played. <laughs> we, uh, we should really have our own company with just billions of dollars and no, like, and no oversight. Strange no product oversight. decisions. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I. It's also weird that they. To me, it's a little weird that they release this now. I mean, well, Christmas. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Well, but I felt close. like why, why yeah, not announce close. it like as an accessory when you announce the phone? I guess seems yeah. seems strange, right? Um, right. But uh, I guess you know, last minute shopping. You know, oh, I need something. Just, I need a hundred dollar stocking stuffer. Those right. People, well, that's those, that's those that's people the other thing. I mean, you can me. get you can get battery cases that are like thirty bucks now. Yeah, um, although, and and have more capacity than this. Thing. Yeah, that's the other not thing. That the, not a, that the capacity is bad on this, but you know, there are things with higher ones. Yeah, the. I think even, you know, the cheapest Mophie, I think, is like 60 bucks. But, like, you know, I mean, a good battery case, $100 is not outrageous. That's the thing. This is – it's it's expensive. It's on the higher end. Yes. Um, but it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, there are – Yeah, and you're getting other things that you're not getting on these. Right, exactly. Cases. It's not like when Apple sold – you know, do they still, they still sell leather cases for like 50 bucks. Like, well, you remember the original yeah. iPhone? Wasn't there a $100 leather case? Oh, really? I believe I there was. That. There was a $100 leather case, which I don't think you could even – I have to look this up. I don't think you could even use the phone while in it. Like it was, was more it like, like a, a slip, pouch, like a slip, like yeah. a slip case. Yeah, it was a exactly. slip case. Yeah. It's a Faraday cage made out of leather <laughs> with a with a battery indicator on it, <laughs> which was for your MacBook. Um, but yeah, so I uh, 
I don't know. Seems like a weird decision, but I also can like sort of guess overall that that Apple's like, hey, people are making tons of money off of our uh, off battery cases. We wanna we wanna slice that pie. I guess so. I, somebody, somebody, somebody at Guy's My place would like to not like this battery case. I'll would like you. to chime in about the about the, uh, yeah, the design uh, of this battery case. Put them on. Yeah, right. Well, I can't. I can't not put them on. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> fair enough. Um, the other thing that they announced today, which was a little interesting, was a uh, a SD Lightning SD card adapter update. Um, so they released a new version of it, which, as far as I can tell, has two major features. One. If you, uh, it, it works with the iPhone for the first time ever. The previous version was iPad only, which was very weird. It does not work with the iPod Touch as far as I can tell, but who knows? Um, or at least it does not specifically list compatibility with the iPod Touch. Um, and two, and this is sort of an interesting uh, conjunction with something that was mentioned last week, the iPad Pro's lightning port is capable of USB 3, um, which is a first. And so mm-hmm. this actually supports USB 3 speeds to the iPad Pro. Uh, which leads me to believe fairly logically that uh, the iPhone and probably iPad refreshes next year will support USB 3. Right. Um, granted, I also don't know how big that of uh, a deal that is because unless you're John, nobody else plugs their iPhone really into their <laughs> their computer anymore. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently people do it for power. Right, but that but won't make a for, difference. Not for syncing. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. It's... I don't know. I, this doesn't come up for me that much anymore because I don't use a camera that uses an SD card. Yeah, right. So yeah. I had a, I had an SD card reader for I I, th- I one of the original you know the very early iPods, which I think I used once. I just don't like when you can get a when you can get an SD card or like a, like a sack full of SD cards for like you know fifty bucks at most. I don't. It's not a. It, it's really not a thing that I want to do very much. Like an iPod Touch or an actual iPod. But like uh, the SD card reader that I had. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was like. It was like a. You know. It was one of the. I think it was a, one of the um, thirty pin, dock connector ones. <laughs> so it actually. It actually like went. They went. And I think at, at the time it didn't even. It was like one of the black and white. You know the LCD, screen. You know the whatever that black grayscale thing was. And it wouldn't even show you the pictures. It would just store them for you. Yeah. That's so, that's so weird. <laughs> it's the artifacts of another age. Was a, yeah. 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 It was a, it was a very, it was a very edge use case that I, that I used once. I mean, so I guess if you're shooting with a DSLR or something and you want to like, you know, immediately move your stuff over. I mean, I guess if you're, if, yeah. for example, if you're a professional photographer looking to use the iPad pro for your workflow, I mm-hmm. guess that would probably be pretty nice. Or if you want to put them all in your, you know, your photo stream, yeah. Whatever. I guess if you're also um, if you're a person who only has an iPad, not a laptop, and yeah. you have a separate camera for shooting things that is not an iPhone. Do you uh, do you guys use the photo stream thing right now? Well, so I have iCloud Photo Library on. Okay, that's I guess that's what it, which, that's what I'm asking. Sort actually, of not, coexists not photo with photo stream, but it's really yeah. Unclear. No, I'm actually I'm actually asking about yes. That, I do not, have not I I can moved over earlier this year. I sort of gradually shifted all of my devices over to use that because I had heard fairly good things about it. That said, I know there are still some issues. I think Stephen Hackett wrote a thing a couple weeks yeah. ago where he lost a bunch of stuff. Right. That's what I was. That's what I was bringing. Which out. is what I, I've seen. Like, and I think somebody else, but I can't think of who it was on the top of my head. He's not the only one who yeah. has lost a bunch of photos. Which has me thinking I should sort of. 
I mean, I have local copies of those on my Mac Mini, although really only through the iCloud Photo Library. So it's one of those things where I'm thinking, well, maybe I should be backing that up using. I don't. Mm-hmm. I keep. I still have in my shopping cart at Amazon that NAS that that Lex kept trying to to <laughs> espouse. So one of these moments, maybe I'll get around to doing that. But I mean, having Apple's online backups and I have like Crash Plan, so you know I'm not like unprotected. I just there, you know, more redundancy is a good thing. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely true. Just back yeah, up everything. I, I don't consider PhotoStream to be a backup system. Really. Apparently, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I use PhotoStream so that like it's multiple I, copies in theory, but yes, well, there's sure, a chance. But that, I mean, that's that's almost like basically like an artifact of the way digital stuff works right fair i don't know i don't know i don't even know do they advertise it as a backup thing that's a good question probably not it's more of a sync thing yeah yeah so it's i mean you're right that it's a a side effect of the syncing yeah and i've seen the syncing just plain out delete stuff not right probably not a great idea Fine, they do, fine. They do have a... So there. <laughs> welcome to this really depressing edition. <laughs> Stupid batteries. <laughs> batteries suck. SD card readers are dumb. You're, you're going to lose all your photos anyway. <laughs> your memories are ephemeral. So, so let's take a break and talk about something that's a, that's a, that's a little more <laughs> cheerful, which is one of today's sponsors. Yay! Uh, today's episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Canary, our good friends at Canary, a complete home security system in a single device. Since launching earlier this year, people across the world have been using Canary to stop burglaries and other serious incidents. Uh, Canary is a little device that's on, I have it on a bookshelf here, since they were very nice and sent us, uh, all of all of us one. Guy, you even have one now, right? Yeah, they were, I don't know why they sent me one, but, uh, <laughs> well... I'm You're like sometimes total, on this podcast is why. Yeah, I'm a total pinch hitter. Yeah, and I cracked the joke. And, uh, you know, I heard from Lex and they, they sent me one. Uh, that's just classy. Yeah. I, I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. So it's it's so. a really neat little device. It's got a uh, 1080p HD camera with a wide-angle lens, does motion detection and night vision. Uh, and using their app, you can watch your home live at any time. Uh, it's got a smart algorithm that sends you intelligent notifications when something out of the ordinary is happening at home. And then you can use the emergency response feature to sound a 90 decibel siren, which should be loud enough to scare off intruders or give hearing damage to anyone near you. Or Um, get your dog off. Or get your dog off the table. Most importantly. (laughs) Um, it also pulls in local police and fire department numbers near your home. So if you're traveling, you can quickly get in touch with the right people. Uh, one of my favorite features, it automatically arms and disarms when you leave or come home. Um, based on your phone's location and whether it's on your Wi-Fi network. You can link up to four Canary devices together in location. So if you have a home that's bigger than my one-room apartment, uh, you can have multiple and have them work together. And I think my personal favorite feature, um, which I, I really dig, is that it's got all these home health sensors, which monitor your temperature and your humidity and your air quality. Um, so it can let you know if you've got like unsafe levels of carbon monoxide or natural gas or something like that. It can also help you figure out if your your heating is working or maybe you're losing a little too much heat. I have an office that has a, a lot of windows in it. And so I'll, I'll be interested to see this window this this winter if it can tell me whether or not I should be doing something to insulate this better. Like just put, <laughs> like maybe putting like foam over all the windows. I don't even know. Um, so yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Canary. They've been excellent sponsors to us on the show. It's a great product. You should definitely check it out. Check it out, and better yet, 
You can start protecting your home with Canary today for just one ninety nine. Go to meetcanary.com. That's M-E-E-T, canary.com. Or if you prefer, M-E-A-T, canary.com, which we established <laughs> this week also works. <laughs> Does uh, it? <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, they're and, just awesome. Yeah, mm, these delicious, guys are really Delicious canary things. meat. Mm. So uh, go, <laughs> go over to meetcanary.com. Use the promo code REBOUND to get free <clears throat> overnight shipping. That's meetcanary.com, promo code REBOUND. Canary, smart home security for everyone. And thanks so much for sponsoring this week's episode of The Rebound. Yeah. And if you're curious, there are like subscription plans for Canary to store additional uh, hours or days worth of video, mm-hmm. but you do not have to have an ongoing subscription plan with right. them for it to work. It'll still, it'll still let you know when stuff happens and you can yes. still look at video and you can and watch still live. see the video yeah. or live video. Yeah. Yeah. So I've used it. I travel on the weekend sometimes and I've used it to check in on the house when I'm not here. Um, and it works great. I love it. Yep. Me too. So, yeah, um, anything else going on this week? We've discussed the really important lightning to SD card camera reader and the battery <laughs> case. Uh, so the um, I was just reading the the thing for the battery case. The, it does – they advertise it uh, as fitting into the iPhone lightning dock. So oh, it really? fits in okay. Apple's dock at any rate. Do um, that, that dock has no sides, though. Oh, okay. Like if you look at it, it's more. Of a, oh, it's just the stand. That's right. It's, it's just the one with the thing, thing sticking up out of it. Yeah. How does, does that thing like snap, snap off? Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do either of you have one of those? No. Why would I have? Yeah. A st- I mean, I don't know. know. Oh, um, yeah. Actually, that does make me think. While well, we're talking about stands, um, did you see they also released a, a couple weeks ago a a watch charger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think like, we talked the crazy, about. The crazy-ass watch charger. It looks charger. like a little UFO when you, like, flip up the right. little center, and it's like, right. I, I don't know. It's a, I mean, model, it's a model of the new Apple campus. <laughs> it's an old airport extreme base station that they've repurposed. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've, I, it's been years since I've bothered using a dock for any of my devices. I don't know about you guys, but... I have a... Well, I have a well, dock for both my iPhone and my watch. Oh, you have a fancy uh, like third a stand. Yeah, it's not fancy. You have a fancy um, third party I have a one. Cheap, I have a cheap wooden one, which uh, actually works kind of nice. The only thing I don't like about it is that the the lightning cable for the phone does not stand up on its own. You have to, like, insert it and then put it in the dock. Well, um, and it, but, you have to bring your own cables, too, right? Like, if you're yes, using you have to bring your, your own watch cables. charger. Yes, basically, it's a block of wood. But it looks okay, and <laughs> um, and it... You know, it's, I'm picturing it's the, the most crude it thing, stands, like made in like wood shop in seventh grade. No, it's better. It's much better than that. But and it's only like, I mean, it was crazy cheap. I'll put it in the show notes. It was like it was like <laughs> eight dollars or something. It was so I had that one, and then I have like the I had the plastic. There's a cheap plastic one that was like eleven bucks that I used before I got this one, um, just think, for the for the watch, which I like because I mean, it. The thing that I don't like, you know, I wanted to use the watch in nightstand mode mm-hmm. and just have that be my clock, but it doesn't stay on. Yeah, see, I like that, though, because I don't... Oh, God, I see it. I, well, I think it should be an option. It's too bright for me otherwise. Oh, like, I need, I need, I need to see I, what time it is. <laughs> Why? You're sleeping. Don't check the time. <laughs> uh, I wanted to burn through my, eye, my eyelids <laughs> so I can see it at all times what time it that's, is. That's a feature on the Apple Watch, too. <laughs> Uh, I, well, so here's the thing. My problem with these stands in general is that, um, again, either, uh, because I do some traveling and I generally take my watch with me, either I need to buy a separate charger or every time I want to use it, I've got to like untangle it from the stand and take it, which just Mm -hmm. feels annoying. So 
I don't know. I you know what would be nice is a is a dual cable that had both of those things on it that you could plug in once. Like a like a it's lightning like and travel. Apple Watch charger. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I use um I have this little mini uh uh like power strip thing from belkin that has two usb ports on it yeah and so i generally end up traveling with that as sort of my power adapter and then just taking like a lightning cable and the watch cable yeah but But it's just a pain it's a pain in the butt that i have to take two cables now how how does that two-headed usb thing help you well, you'd have like a USB plug on one end, and he then the doesn't, cable he doesn't have to carry. He doesn't have to carry the little dongle thing that goes in the wall. Oh, okay, okay. I get yeah, it. no, I mean, and that's the I. The sad part is, I still end up carrying a power adapter because there's times when that that the Belkin thing is kind of bulky. So there's times yeah. when I like I it's mm-hmm. not going to fit, you know, like a plug or something. Although it's cool, it has um the plug on it rotates um 360 degrees, so you can fit it in like. Even if oh, someone any, else has like a plug way. in one of the ports, it generally will still fit in um, oh, and not block. Nice. Which yeah, it's a very clever little device. We can put a link to that in the show notes too. Yeah, um, excellent Christmas. This is our gift guide. Yeah, <laughs> right. Now our <laughs> gift guide. We didn't episode. even know. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sucks. <laughs> Buy some good Christmas gifts. <laughs> I don't know. This thing's all right. Get it. You know, whatever. <laughs> I guess if you really want it. Um, but yeah, I kind of wish there were a better charging solution i don't know the call the whole like wireless charging thing has been rumored for a long time and hasn't really they exist but they're kind of clunky um like the kind of the the best implementation uh, best quote-unquote implementation i've seen some of the starbucks uh have like wireless charging induction charging in the tables yeah and then they'll have little adapters there's, like a, there's an ikea there's an ikea table that does yeah that. but the kind of nice thing about the starbucks one is you go in and they have like like a adapters that you can sort of basically just grab and plug in and i've used them before they, they work okay um but it's just more of a like people steal them or break them or whatever so that's not ideal but like the whole point of needing a separate adapter is kind of silly but at the same time i don't think apple's necessarily in a hurry to build in its own I mean, it does it on the obviously it does it on the phone, but or sorry, on the watch. But the watch doesn't use a standard that like mm-hmm. you can't use any of the other existing standards, right? You need the Apple charger. So, although I haven't tried, maybe I should try charging my watch on my uh, electric toothbrush stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See how that yeah, works. Give that, sh- give that a shot. Void <laughs> your warranty. <laughs> it's not like I open the case; I just put it next to it. It's just magnets. <laughs> the watch Do doesn't not- work anymore, but my teeth have never been. <laughs> My teeth are telling the time. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. No, uh, I don't either. Do we know how long it takes to charge like a like an inductively charged phone? Probably a while. Like it, it's I don't know enough More about s- this technology to It's it, generally it's slower, pretty slow. Right? Yeah. I'm not sure what the uh what the current best is for the existing um standards. Uh mm-hmm. I would guess that it's slower than direct um let's see energizer has a couple things that let it do this sort of thing but i don't know what the uh i don't know it doesn't it seems like they've just never really caught on and part of it is probably because yeah. they're bulky and slow and it's like they're up we've already agreed on on power plugs which are everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah but it, it would be nice thing is, uh, except for except yeah. for <laughs> except for the other end yes well that's a different matter do you guys um, think there's any um so people keep talking about you know, we talked about port standards a bit last week when we talked about the headphone jack changing. But I don't know. I've heard people, like, asking if there's going to be, like, you know, if Apple would consider dropping Lightning in favor of USB-C. I mean, I, my gut response is no because there's no reason for them to. 
right? I mean, it doesn't yeah. buy them anything that they can't get with Lightning right now other than interoperability, which they don't. They only they care, care about, about when it suits when it suits them. They care about it, but they do not. Right. There's no reason for them to care about it here. Wasn't right. there a flavor of USB C that was going to basically be the same size as the Lightning port? Well, the current one on the MacBook on the it's MacBook bigger, One, but it's, it's the same it's, shape. But it's pretty close, yeah. though. Um, yeah, I thought they were going to have like a USB C yeah. Mini. <laughs> lightning isn't that size. just reinventing the uh, problem? <laughs> well, I mean, USB does a lot of weird things, right? So yeah. And the uh, new iPad Pros have doubled the pin count on the the Lightning receptor side. Well, is that part of we were talking about the USB so three support? Right. Is that related yeah. to that? Yeah, I think that's that's what that the, is, the the current thinking. Well, and there's still no Lightning to USB C cable, right? I don't believe that exists. No, it doesn't. No, in fact, so uh, you can't charge I'm, your. I'm looking at a giant dongle attached to my MacBook right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't charge. You have a you have a MacBook One. For, I've got a for the yeah. prices for the simplicity yeah. sake. We'll call it that. So MacBook you can't Unic. you yeah. can't charge your your iPhone or iPad without an adapter. Essentially, no. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And do you Just need? Do, are those easy easily <laughs> available, or do you need like I know Apple had one that's like ridiculous, like eighty bucks or something that like is like a almost like a dock type thing, but. Or That's the there... one I bought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a discerning technology customer is what we're saying. <laughs> well, got, my company got, bought he... it for various reasons, and I just threw this in. And my company is me and my buddy. So it's not like this giant company. <laughs> he's got four. We he's ran got it four, up the chain. Four Apple battery cases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I bought the uh, – I, I don't even know what they call it, but there's three parts to it. There's a – uh, USB C in, okay. Uh, HDMI out and a USB in or out, you know, bidirectional USB port, which is what I'm talking to you through right now. Well, you sound great, magic, yeah. yeah, yeah no, so, sounds, well, you know what? The dog sounds extra, really I paid good. extra for the gold cabling. <laughs> <laughs> Does it match your MacBook? Is your MacBook gold? It uh, my MacBook is actually gold. Yeah, nice. Only because I don't know, space gray. I'm not trying to be a heavy metal rock and roller guy. But the you normal succeed. ones look boring because they're all like They look the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So whatever. Yeah. Screw it. Let's try gold. <laughs> We're going for gold. I can't say this was the most rational purchase I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> but it was on the company's dime. And uh, the at the time, I really wanted access to the uh, the Force Touch trackpad. Yeah. Smart. I am waiting. I'm waiting until next. So I have a 2012 MacBook Air. Um, and I actually have a friend who <laughs> bought my black MacBook off me. Like, oh my God, when was that? 2008? Nine? 2009, probably. Did they have a black um, MacBook? Or like, a, been... like an iBook? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. The so, yeah. Polycarbonate black book? Yeah, you had to pay 150 book, right. bucks more for. I paid right exactly. You got a bigger hard drive, but um, but it wasn't That's worth awesome. the. It was actually you were still paying 50 bucks for. I had just one being black. I, I had so one. Wait, so wait, 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 I'm not done yet. Uh, so <laughs> they bought that, and they've been using that ever since. Oh wow! So they're still yeah, they're still using it. And so they they were like you know hey it's Christmas you know what do you want to sell us your whatever you're using now? And I was like <laughs> uh, actually I think I'm gonna wait because I feel like what I want to do is get 
the new MacBook, but I don't want to get this one. I think I want I want to see what the next one looks like because this one is not quite. Yeah, I'm at that dilemma with my. Um, I think I try to remember. Did I mention last week that my dad's MacBook was breaking? It now is totally yeah, shot. So. so it's like you flip. He's got the 2008 MacBook. You flip it open and like the hinge clutches broke. So it just like oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. flops open. And yeah. so he was gonna get a repair. He took it into the Apple Store, um, and they they don't have parts for those anymore. Um, so they basically said, well, you know, you can take it to a third party, uh, you know, authorized, re- you know, reseller and see if they can, they can fix it for you. Um, they probably have the parts. It's just a question of labor. Uh, and I'm like, I'm sitting there going, it's like, they're like, the parts are cheap. The parts are like 10 bucks, but I'm like, yeah, but the, you gotta take the whole damn thing apart to fix that. So the labor costs are going to be at least a couple mm-hmm. hundred dollars. I figure and it's like at that point. Just Best Buy was running a sale on like the 13 inch MacBook for like 800 bucks. I'm like, <laughs> just get one of those, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, or a refurbed, you know? Something yeah, good point. Show. Yeah, even a refurb. I mean, like it's an it's a seven year old, almost eight year old computer. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's time it's time to upgrade. You've gotten yeah. about all that you can get out of that. I had put in the nice thing is I had put in like an SD or a SSD and stuff, so it's actually fairly speedy fairly for an quick, eight year, yeah. yeah, for right. a, for a seven eight year old computer, but. It uh, it it's time to replace it. Is the short answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I told I told them to go. I said just get this one off the, the refurb store. <laughs> I thought you said I told it's them to better, go fuck themselves. It's better now. It's better than it's better than mine. You'll be you'll be much happier. So I would be remiss if I didn't mention we have another sponsor today. I know then two we'd sponsors. We best mention we best mention them. Uh, our the rebound today is also brought to you by Bushel. Uh, for some people, IT is a task, not a career. Bushel is a simple-to-use cloud-based tool that anyone can leverage to manage Apple devices in the workplace. Bushel allows you to easily set up and protect all the devices you distribute to your team or those that your team already has. You can provide access to company email accounts, install work apps to devices individually or all at once, and separate and protect your team's personal data from company data. And if a device is ever lost or stolen, you can remotely lock it or wipe company data completely. You can access all of these features to easily manage your Apple devices wherever you want, whenever you want, wherever you are. Bushel makes the complex simple so you can focus on what matters most and take back your nights and weekends. Your first three devices are free forever, and each additional device is just $2 per month with no contracts or commitments. You can learn more at bushel.com rebound. Uh, that's bushel, B-U-S-H-E-L dot com slash rebound. And thanks to Bushel for sponsoring this week's episode of the rebound pretty cool that's i remember when uh back when we worked for the man uh we would have been oh, interested in that so like yeah it was like right we, they started using ipads right when they came out and they, nobody had <laughs> had the tools yet to nobody could manage them. handle them in the in the enterprise you can't handle the ipad right. that's right that's but, a surprisingly but, but the executives all went out and bought them anyway <laughs> well well, and this is an interesting question. Actually, that, that reminds me, topic-wise, of an interesting question. We were talking a little bit in um, – I, uh, I was talking to some people on the Slack channel about what the sort of success what, – what's the most successful product that Apple has released this year? And I believe Marco Armit was trying to make the argument that it was the iPad Pro versus, say, the Apple TV or the Apple Watch, setting aside, like, the, the phone, which, you know, is kind of a perpetual winner, um, but sort of the best newish product that came out this year. Um, and it's clear it's clearly this battery case <laughs> problem solved <laughs> um i don't know the ipad pro to me uh, my, my biggest question about it is that it does seem to have engendered a lot of uh enthusiasm from people but 
it also strikes me as a potentially, certainly a niche product, yeah. possibly a niche product of a niche product based on the way iPad sales have been going. So that's my big question is, is there something in this that really, you know, attracts people in a way that, you know, the previous iPads didn't or like, you know, the promise of the big screen? I mean, and I and I know that, you know, the pencil has is, is been really well regarded. And if you're an artist, that's certainly very appealing. But I, I just don't know that that makes a, I can't figure out if that makes a big change for well people in general i wonder well i mean i think if you're in that field it really does well sure but that's um, that's the point is that how many people are there in that field yeah for to support a single product yeah i mean but i think i mean maybe that the answer is better the that the pencil is the is the product because in that yeah. market it's it seems to be wildly popular and it's hard I, to get I, yeah I think the, um, the in some ways the iPad Pro is a dongle for the pencil. <laughs> well, yeah. so what happens next year if they decide? Well, let's bring the let's make the pencil work with the Air. Does that kill Pro sales, or do you think the big screen alone is enough? I to, think if you're like if you're a serious artist, you still want the big screen. Right, the big screen is a big deal. But what yeah. percentage of serious artists, like you know, what percentage of iPad buyers are serious artists? Like, how big is that? community i feel like it's probably not that huge. I, well i'm gonna i would guess that the percentage of ipad pro buyers that are artists is fairly you know is you know if you looked at that percentage across the board it's it's actually really big um i don't know what the sales are currently and i just it doesn't seem like there's i don't know there aren't that many pro apps yet for the for the device so i don't it's you know it's considered like an enterprise product by some, but it doesn't seem like that's really going to be where it's deployed much unless it's, you know, for people who are in graphic design in the enterprise. You know, it's weird because like thinking back now, I was trying to think, well, when's the last time you could position a product, Apple or otherwise, as, well, it's either enterprise or art. And I was like, well, maybe the original Macintosh actually, like, come to think of it. That seems yeah. like the, the the last thing I can remember were those sort of – because those seem like other ends of – like opposite ends of the spectrum to me sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, I do think there's a bit of a danger in thinking that, uh, well, what kind of percentage of the market is going to be uh, drawn to this? Product? I like to live on the edge, guy. I'm all about danger. <laughs> well, I mean it's a pretty big market even if you – iPad sales are – low compared to the phone everybody has a phone not right. everybody needs an ipad uh they're still doing a lot of you know sales yeah with the ipad i think it's so, the trend line that has always been the question in recent months is that it's declining and there mm -hmm. hasn't been like i'm curious to know to if this, if this makes a spike declining. or yeah or evens it out or maybe maybe it's just it was extremely popular first and you know the old the sort of old chestnut as far as that goes is like nobody's needed or not nobody the refresh cycle is very slow yeah. closer is to it max. declining or is it leveling out that's there's it's, no way to know from this perspective right it's, it's well, definitely yeah, going there, down yeah, there is i mean is like sales are going down yeah the, is it leveling out in the sense that it okay, might okay, okay, reach okay. a lower level sure and stabilize yeah but we don't it's hard to see the trend line from this point it hasn't it seems like the last several quarters have been down okay i i can't I can't recall the numbers off the top of my head. I was wondering if because uh, there's a difference between sales going down and growth slowing. Yes, no, it's sales sure. going down. It's not okay. growth slowing. Okay, okay, yeah. so that's no, actually sales have fair. actually like, sales have actually declined. Okay, because when people complain about growth slowing, I, yes. yeah, yeah, right, right. I get that's, angry. That's but, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, but uh, I, I keep know, buying I, them. You know, I, I keep buying them like they're candy. You know, just like. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe you should consider a six pack of fifty dollar Amazon I, Fire tablet. Stocking stuffers. <laughs> no, no, I will not. You can uh, actually. I think the iPad Pro those. is a good idea. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's the most successful product that Apple launched this year. Uh, but I, I've had people ask our company to port our Mac app to the to the iPad Pro specifically because of the pencil. Nice. So. I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. I've wanted so a pencil how, on the iPad can afford, for a long time. You can afford all that's those how dongles. I can afford like the gold. And like when I say gold, I mean actual gold, like <laughs> gold finger style. Oh no! Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, just to like just to just to add some data to our mix. Uh, starting in uh, Q, let's see, Q Q one, two thousand fourteen was about 18.6 million iPads sold in that quarter. And it's been steadily down since then. It is now the most recent quarter was 13.7 million. Um, so, yes, in, uh, still a crap ton of iPads, but there is a very distinct downward mm-hmm. slope to that graph. So I'm I curious yeah, to know I mean, what happens if you won. I don't see this, like, turning it around completely. I'm not sure, sure it'll help, but... It doesn't seem like that's going to right. stop. I mean, it's just, it's interesting if you 100%. compare it, uh, if you compare it to quarterly max sales, which first of all, exhibit much more seasonality. You can see sort of like where the peaks are going to be, but they've also trended on the whole of upwards up. Yeah. Which is impressive. I mean, and that's Increment, a, you know, incrementally. Market. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take huge, unlike the iPhone in the, over the past, you know, five years or whatever. It doesn't take huge jumps, but it, but it creeps up every every year the mac is amazing yeah like yeah it's no, seriously like i like I, i'm a little bit biased i write a software <laughs> for the mac so. <laughs> but it's doing way better than the rest of the market uh and by all rights has kind of been uh either like a played second fiddle to windows for like a long time and now in many ways kind of plays second fiddle to ios but uh, the Mac just keeps plucking along, <laughs> kicking some ass. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty impressive. The other thing, I mean, the thing, the other thing about the iPad numbers is it feels like some of where the iPhone growth comes from is people not buying iPads because they're buying larger iPhones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, you know, because my my mom is an, is one example. She had an iPad Mini, and she had <laughs> she had. A three a three gs for years um and then she got the six and now is like i hardly she hardly ever touches the ipad anymore because it's big enough to read books and play whatever you know like solitaire or whatever she's playing on it yeah um, it's that old ipod mini slash ipod nano thing i'm getting that right right like the <laughs> like they had a tiny one that was the best seller and then they made a tinier one that and they just killed mm-hmm. their favorite product, yeah they right? killed the thing right they killed the, yeah. the really yeah yeah so, you know, it's, it's a, it's a question. I mean, it's just, it's a terminology thing, really. It's like, right, okay, they're right, not selling, right. they're not selling quote iPads. They're selling bigger phones. Well, yeah. And it's hard to figure that out because the bigger phones have only been available. I mean, for, you know, the two model phones certainly have only been available. Certainly the six and the five were bigger than the, the four series and previously, but they also don't break out sales. So there's no right, way to tell, right, like, can't, are people can't. buying larger phones and not buying iPads? Or is it just that? I mean, uh, but I think, I mean, I think the six plus does in the six plus S probably do quite well. Sure. Right? I mean, oh, I see, I, I see I mean, a number of those and I know a number of people who 
were eagerly awaiting those phones. And yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just my question. You know, it's possible that it's just that the the iPad is a smaller product. It's interesting. I'm looking, I'm just looking at the, um, the six colors chart that Jason did when we did the most recent uh, quarterly results. And uh, the iPhone obviously still represents the huge bulk of Apple's revenue. Um, but I'm actually surprised to note that the second biggest is the Mac. It's 13% and the iPad is 8%. Mm-hmm. It's actually Apple, the iPad is also below services now. So, you know, that's, Ooh. yeah, there's a, that's an interesting sort of ground shift there. But the iPhone is 63%. So there you go. Yeah. It's clearly... Well, don't forget the iPhone. I mean, yeah. That, obviously, that's a dumb thing to say because <laughs> who could forget it's... the iPhone? Well, yeah. But, I'm I'm surprised the iPad is that low compared to Macs. Yeah, although that's revenues. That's right? a, it's not, a revenue and it's, a, yeah, and it's no, one no, quarter no, worth of revenue. It's not yearly revenue or aggregate revenue. Oh, okay, it's, okay, it's okay, the okay. most. So it could be like quarter. a dud quarter. For well, the, I mean, yeah. but I think those tend to those don't tend to move hugely. Is the thing. But the other well, thing that's happened also could is could be the, different from Mac sales versus iPad sales, right? Like, yeah, and and new models come out and that changes the mix a little bit. But they tend to be, I think, they tend to be within a few percentages, you know, percentage yeah. points in either direction. So there's some swing there, but yeah, yeah, you're not going to move that much. Sorry, John. I, I no, that's okay. Uh, when did the current form factor of the MacBook Air come out? Do you remember? It's a while. Um, yeah, I know it's been. It's largely unchanged since uh, what? Mine's generation? 2011, and it looks pretty much like what the new ones yeah because i have a 2000 i have a right. one was that was new of, last year and it replaced i think a 2011 which looked yeah i was more thinking it identical. was 2011 yeah um, I, there is talk that there will be a new one next year well yeah uh, yeah <laughs> the phrasing of that is just that whole that rumor is very strange yeah, well, uh, there's a question of how much I don't know. The MacBook Air has become becomes an increasingly weird product in an era that has the the new MacBook in it, and that the pros that get lighter and smaller, right? My MacBook Air feels positively heavy. I travel with both, actually. So I travel with this pimped out, is it- solid gold, <laughs> actually solid gold <laughs> MacBook, and that one's and not the one that feels heavy. No, generally uh, <laughs> enough. It, no, it feels like I'm picking up an iPad and moving it around. I mean, it's it's within that weight class because it's smaller and it feels like yeah, I, I don't right. mind. Like I can close it in a second and toss it on a couch and I don't feel like I'm, you know, throwing a computer around, which used, you know, I, that used to be total anathema to me. Like the, here's the, 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 but, yeah. the weird my thing wife, about My it, wife used to do it anyway, but. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird thing about it is really in some ways, if you, I think the, the, the sort of branding of this is a little weird. In some ways, the current MacBook Air should really be the MacBook, and the new MacBook should really right. have been like the new version of the MacBook Air, right? Like constantly right. pushing that towards a smaller, lighter version. And so yeah. it's a little weird that that's inverted currently um, because it does seem like the MacBook Air is like, oh, it's the low-power consumer use but light and like you know still pretty good machine, whereas the new MacBook is like the we're pushing the envelope, we're making like the best, thinnest, smallest, like you know cutting-edge machine that we can make. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in some ways, if you think about it from that perspective, it, it, those products make more sense to me. Um, but that's, I realize that's sort of yeah. just like a branding thing. Yeah. But that, I kind I mean, of that, that rumor says that there are going to, there's going to be what, like a 13 inch and a 15 inch MacBook Air with 
faster processors and yeah i call bullshit like that. on that yeah i mean and that seems like it seems like really they're talking about the pro just the fact that the pro is actually going to get smaller yeah and I, what is the future of the air at this point is my question because so it's yeah i mean be the, the, the air is going to go away i would think right it's yeah. the only once you can't put a retina in it what's the yeah, point of that's the thing yeah. yeah and that's but i'm frustrated because i don't want I, I neither want a pro nor the MacBook as it currently stands. It's, it's you know, chances are if they update it and it goes from... Because you remember the original MacBook mm-hmm. Air was totally deficient on ports and yeah. sort of power as well. Yeah. So I had one of those. Yeah. And that, I loved it. But and it was... if I used it in the summer, it would not work. <laughs> <laughs> Like in the sun, it would forget it. It would shut down in like five minutes. So, yeah. So, like, if they go from that to, you know, as good as the next generation of MacBook Air was, which was much, much better, um, I'm kind of curious to see what happens with that. Like, you know, if they come out with a new version of this MacBook next year and they're like, hey, it's got two USB-C ports on it, a lot of people will be like, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sold. You know, like, that. that is, I think, the single biggest – that and, you know, sort of uh, amping up the processor in there as well. Uh, it seems like the two biggest things they could do to sort of take that from a niche machine to a this is our mass market consumer laptop. Mm-hmm. But That's what I, I want. Yeah. yeah, as I stands right now, I can't imagine trading my MacBook Air in for that. It just also because I really like my 11 inch MacBook Air. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. At some point, I probably will. Yeah, well, you'll have to. They'll take it. They'll come and <laughs> they, take it from they me. Will. They will. They will. They're jackbooted thugs. Will show up at your door. The Apple just stopped in the black van with the Apple white Apple logo on the side. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they're really good at staying at staying under the radar. There, <laughs> it's the maps. It's all the maps vans like it's drive map, around to actually contain van. the thugs in them. Right. And then they'll come and we'll take that. And I don't know. I ran when the map van went by our house. I ran out and waved at the guy, and he waved back. I saw one in my neighborhood not not long ago. I thought about very, ramming it with my car, but I figured that seemed nice. excessive. What? <laughs> what? No, that's not. <laughs> I just wanted to be on camera, guy. I speaking crave of, fame. Speaking of which, did you Get see the, the, um, the thing about, I mean, how much, well, let's, let me, let me uh, go right to. Um, this is a great story so far. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the link doesn't even work. Oh, that's great. That's just great. Um, anyway, the, uh, uh, the, just that Maps is now Apple Maps is now more widely, much more widely used on oh yeah the iPhone yeah, I than uh, I don't than like Google. it still. I still have problems with it. It just it, it it's inconsistent. Someone said the other day that they couldn't figure. It might have been um, Doctor Wave on Twitter said like, "What is the heuristic for figuring out when Apple Maps will give like spoken directions versus not?" Because it always seems to get it wrong for me. Um, and I was like, yeah, I've definitely had that experience and I've definitely had experiences where it tells me to do weird things that don't actually make any sense still. Granted, I live in probably one of the most difficult to map cities in the entire country. Yeah, really? Um, but I don't know. I I've had very mixed results with it still. I wish it was a little bit better. Well, sure. But Google maps isn't great either. I don't know. I just want, yeah, I, wanna, I mean, I've, I wanna, I've had plenty of problems with Google maps too. All I want is a, huh. is a wizard sitting in the back seat just telling me where to go. <laughs> You don't have one of those? There's, there's a way to report problems to Apple Maps. <laughs> I know there is. My first Damn. thought was like hitting the button and just being like, everything is a problem. No, I, yeah. No, I've used yeah. it. I've used the report problem thing. And they have fixed stuff in there that's been oh, wrong yeah. that I've yeah. reported. But I'm, I'm hard to please, guys. I'm like, I'm like, I'm fickle. I'm fickle. Yeah, I'm an acquired good. taste. <laughs> I, I totally believe that it's now the most used. I mean, that's what happens when you build in a product, right? Yep. 
especially because it has integration with like Siri and stuff. So if you ask for directions from Siri, yeah. you're going to get Apple Maps. Yeah. Oh, the transit transit stuff actually kind of sucks still, which makes me sad. Like they added it, and it's great that Boston has it. But what it doesn't have, at least as of my last check, was any sort of live traffic ca- or live uh, transit capability. So it operates entirely based on the, you know, idealistic schedules. And let me tell you, in the city, nothing runs on time, uh, especially in the winter where our services <laughs> are <laughs> notorious for shutting down and having huge delays. If you don't have live live transit stuff on there, it's worthless. You'll be sta- you will literally be standing in the snow and the cold waiting for a bus that is never going to come. So yeah. I can't I can't use it because it's just not good enough. Like I still have to sort of rely on third party apps that that tap directly. And, and me, my uh, my my uh, service has a has an API, you know, for accessing that information. Like Apple so could build it. It's in. Apple's failing. Right? Yeah, they like they, they, they have just haven't implemented. That. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, they're still rolling it out very gradually, so it's possible they'll go back for a second round and add it. But until they do, it's it's kind of useless. I want to clarify uh, what I said because uh, it took me a while to find the actual anything re- resembling an actual number in this article. But uh, Apple says its mapping service is now used more than three times as often as its next leading competitor on iPhones and iPads. Uh, however, research firm Comscore says Apple has a modest lead over Google on iPhones in the U.S. So yeah, that was from one. Of, did they say that in September? I feel like, or maybe on one of the f- conference calls. Uh, I kind of remember that number. Maybe they did, but this is, I mean, this article is just. Well, it's because the comp score de- wants to, wants to, how that. do they know? Yeah. How does anybody know? It's based on, I mean, I assume it's based on people, uh, people telling, people either saying. reporting, well, either reporting or I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. It's can either you, super creepy. Yeah. Can you, well, no, nah, I don't think they do or it. Totally. I assume wavy. it's subjective. I assume yeah. it's people reporting which ones they use. Um, cause comp okay. score does a lot of that. Yeah, uh, well, com- the, so the Comscore thing says they measure how many people use a service in a given month rather than how often. So I guess that means that they're just asking people. Like, yeah, so did you did you use it X number of times? Did you okay. use it? Yeah. Did you use yeah. Apple Maps? Yeah. Tell me. Well, so I mean, Apple. I mean, obviously, Apple question. knows how many queries come into the to the Maps server. Right. Sure. Uh, Although, do they intercept they traffic about they, Google? Like, then? They, they don't know. Yeah, that that I mean, would people be launched sketchy. the Google Maps thing. So. So they must – yeah, they're probably – it feels like they're comparing – pardon it – apples versus oranges. Um, if Ugh. they have the Apple – because obviously they have Apple Maps data. That's hard, but they probably don't have Google Maps data that's as reliable. So they they might be going on those Comscore numbers yeah. or something. Well, I mean I, I bet they just do like a – not a standard, but you know, like they do one of those polling things and they ask a bunch of people and just go with that data. Right. Yeah. And so, if it looks vaguely like it matches up with their numbers for – the problem Maps. is, guy. They, they, they feel confident about it. Everybody lies. The yeah. problem is they're not tracking people who are using Maps on gold MacBooks. I'm lying to you right now. I'm using Maps on my gold MacBook all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even bother with the phone. Just have that MacBook out just, on your yeah, dashboard. Just right, right. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you guys something funny after the show, but uh, are, we after, are we after the uh, show now? No, yeah. we haven't. Well, I haven't figured out a good exit point yet. So if somebody wants to come up with something hilarious to say, <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about superheroes? That's something yeah. hilarious. <laughs>
All right, we're done. I'm I think we, I think yeah, I think there's something in there. Time it's of death, the, 108 it's not PM. The, yeah, it's not the funniest. <laughs> it's not the funniest thing, but you know. <laughs>